Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Pastor. Here as always, my co-host at Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how are you? Good, Adam. Tired. Tired, sleepy. Uh, almost leap day. Happy leap day. Yes, happy leap day. Happy almost leap day to you. Well, this will be coming out on leap day. So, because listen, we can't we can't have a podcast that we that we do. I mean, the one day where we can actually say, yeah, there's something that was released on leap day. It's gonna happen. True. So, to everybody out there, hopefully, everyone's having a, a just a, a fantastic leap day. You know, I saw that on Twitter. I think somebody said that leap day should be a holiday, where. Like you like a work like you don't work on leap day. That's you a know, stretch. It only happens once every four years. So like why not? That's a stretch. Listen, <laughs> I, I, I am I, I'm all for the uh the 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 time off, but I, I would be okay with it. I'd be I think okay. I would be more open to it if it were in like June or July. Or maybe like April. Because I feel like April we don't get a lot of sure like outside of school. You know, sure. April used to be big because we would always get like you know spring break and stuff like that. Yeah. But like in the in the professional world, March and April, you don't and May. Well, no, March and April are kind of like the dead zones for holidays. No, March, March is brutal. March is absolutely brutal. April, April's okay because you get you get like Easter and um and forget for Rosh Hashanah is in April, correct? Nope. Young Kippur, Passover, Passover. Okay, that's the one. That's the one. Forgive me, I'm not. I'm not Jewish. I'm not Jewish. My, it's my, okay. My 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 Jew calendar, you know, gets a little little mixed up sometimes. Well, it's okay. All the day, you know, Passover is usually in April. Sometimes it's in March, depending if it's like yeah. really early. Yeah. Same with Easter. Same with Easter. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's in March, and sometimes it's in April. This year, this year it's the. Uh, last Sunday, it's I think it's on March thirty first, actually. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. E- Easter Sunday is March thirty first. Yeah, it, well, it's like how Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are either in September, or like around September and October. There was one year I think I was in high school. I guess it happens every once in a while where uh, Hanukkah was like the week after Thanksgiving, which was kind of like still that's, in November. That's early. Yeah. So that's how early it could be. That's early. That's early. But then we have uh, we have daylight savings in two weeks too. Yes, and the the uh, vernal equinox also. The huh? The vernal equinox. The first day of spring. Ah, ah. It's thank c- you. It, yeah, it's because it's the the daylight and night and nighttime are the same. That's why it's the equinox. I've never heard of vernal equinox. I've never heard of such a thing. Oh, well, you didn't pay attention to earth science in 10th grade, apparently. I have never heard the word vernal used in the English language. Really? Nope. It's nope. actually a city in Utah, funny enough. but Congratulations, no, Adam. You've uh, taken my vernal virginity. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basic Talk Podcast. That was... I'm going to go... I can go to bed now? Nice. I'm going to go take a shower after... <laughs> nice. Go to bed? <laughs> All right. Later. Bye-bye. Uh, <laughs> no yeah no it's it's called the uh well in the fall first day of fall is called the autumnal equinox yes i i i have heard the word autumnal used yes a time a time or two then we have the winter solstice and then the summer solstice the most important solstice of them all the most important day of them all the summer solstice because well the summer solstice yes. is the second most important thing to have happened on June 21. I'll let you take a guess what the first thing is. Sometimes it's the third. Well, or I don't know. Yeah. Would you rank would you rank yeah. the summer solstice ahead of Father's Day or behind Father's Day? I would put Father's Day ahead. Okay. I would put Father's Day ahead. See, Mother's Day, Father's Day, I I, I love those days because it's so nice out. You get to go do outdoor activity with the folks. You get to go enjoy yourself. Like Love it. But what I will say is when Father's Day and my birthday are on the same day, that blows. That blows. 
Yeah. It's quite I, it's I quite it. terrible. And I think it happens in 2026. I could be wrong. It's it's like once every six years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. Thankfully, I do not have that 20, problem. 2026, when I turn 30. Oh God. Oh God. That's horrible. Stop, stop making me think about that I'm gonna be 30 in two years. Stop that. Nope. I, I'm good to just move on from this conversation. I, I yes. I'm very happy to do so. Actually, vernal and autumnal equinox, it comes from Latin. Of course the it names. does. What doesn't come from Latin? Yes. I'm sure the word fuck comes from Latin, too, in some derivative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, so we're talking about baseball today. And we're also doing a uh, another rousing edition of 21 questions or 20 questions. Yeah, y'all love that. Hey, it was great. I wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but, you know... Oh, yeah. Listen, I, I did A-OK. I think I got mine in, what, 11? Yeah, I took 18 to get mine, so. Yeah. Listen, listen, We as long as we got it, that's all, that's all that really matters. That is all that really matters. All that really matters is we, we got it. That's it. Well, so, you know, the baseball so, offseason. Do we, oh. hold on, before, before we jump into uh, the baseball, that's going to take up most of, most of our, uh, our, our, our programming. Um, first of all, deep sleeper, of course. Second of oh, all, yes. Second of all, uh, do we agree that we're going to keep it to current players for this edition of uh, 20, 21, uh, 20 questions, whatever the fuck it's called? Yes. And we're, I, we're, agreeing, not, we're, we're agreeing to current. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's, fine. that's what it was last time. I think current players is if it was if it was like open floor, I would not have gotten an 18 guesses because fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would, I would make, I would make sure it's the most obscure football player. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I would. That's not fun. That's yeah. not fun. I have That's to burn fun. a question, being like, is this, a, is this player active or not active, or is this player active? I, you nope, have to burn have to, one we, question. Yep. Nope. Nope. But now we don't. Nope. We don't. All right. Well, anyway, so yeah, baseball off season. It's weird. It gets, it's like, uh, it comes later and later every year or it goes on later and later every year. I mean, it's fucking Scott Boris. But it's all here. his fault. We're here. Yeah. Spring, no, spring no. Tra- spring training has arrived. Juan, well, I'm Soto, talking about Juan like, Soto's fucking cooking. I'm talking about free agency. Like wow. dragging on yeah. long. That's well, it's still February. The, yeah, I know. Well, it's, only gonna be February for one more day if, as you're listening to this. So it's still February, Adam. The calendar does I mean, spring February, spring training February games 29. are happening. Yes. Well, so spring training games are currently happening and have been happening for about a week now. Mm-hmm. And a reigning Cy Young winner has not been signed by a team in free agency. Or not reigning. A Cy Young winner. A an former Cy Young winner. winner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, has not been signed by a team. And another pretty good starting pitcher has also not been signed by a team, which is a little crazy to me. Yeah, Blake, Blake Snell and Blake Snell, there we go, get words out, and Jordan Montgomery, both both were not signed. Both were candidates to get long-term deals in the offseason, and they just it just hasn't uh, materialized. And it's not like there hasn't been a market for for starting pitching because there definitely has, but on those big long-term contracts, it, it just hasn't materialized. You know, Jordan Montgomery uh, coming off of a world series run, run with the Rangers and him having a very, very good postseason for the Rangers too. He was a big time candidate. I thought, you know, maybe, you know, before he was traded to Texas when he was basically kind of just trying to hold on to his spot in the Cardinals rotation you know, I thought maybe you we were talking about him getting a two or three year deal. Maybe that's why there's been a wait on Jordan Montgomery because when he went to when he went to Texas, he was lights out uh, with the Rangers and obviously helped them uh, win the World Series. Then uh, Blake Snell, it's been an up and down couple of years for him, but this past season he was absolutely great, and that could also be a reason why they he hasn't signed either because his market hasn't materialized maybe at the number or at the term that. Maybe he thinks he he, he deserves. I, I, from what I can remember seeing, uh, he was looking for something in relation to what the Yankees gave Carlos Rodon uh, a year ago plus. So 
that should tell you all, all you need to know about the the demands for uh for Snell and for and, and for Montgomery. Montgomery won't get the same term as, as Snell, but I would imagine that he definitely is a candidate now to get a three or a four year deal, uh maybe somewhere in the range of eighty to a hundred million dollars. I would that's probably what I would expect. Yeah. And I mean you also have um you know position players too. Like Matt Chapman is the big name that hasn't been signed either. Yeah, big Big name, big name that, that hasn't been signed. I would expect I would expect him to get to get signed sooner rather than later. Yankees make a lot of sense for 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 Chapman. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if the Mets can just admit that Brett Beatty is kind of like whatever and sign Matt Chapman, but I don't think they're going to do that. No, no, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to stick uh, with uh, with Beatty. I mean, there's. There, there are a bunch of teams just off the top of my head outside of outside of the Yankees that do make a lot of sense that do need um, a third baseman didn't address third baseman in the offseason. Uh, the Angels make a lot of sense. The Brewers make a lot of sense. Um, potentially the Cubs make a little bit of sense too. That would be interesting. I'm just trying to you know put some pieces together of teams that could that could use a, a a third baseman that didn't. That didn't address getting a third baseman in in the offseason. I mean, the 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 Diamondbacks absolutely needed a third baseman. And then they went out and they uh, they they acquired Eugenio Suarez, so that that covered that. Um, just trying to think off the off the top of my head. Um, well, he could go to his former employer, the the Oakland Athletics, but I don't know if he would really want to do that. I don't know if anybody would really uh, want to want to do that. Um, or maybe maybe it's quite possible that he just signs a one year deal and goes back to Toronto. That 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 is also definitely not impossible. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree on that one. All right, well, so let's get into winners and losers. Mm-hmm. Um, only a couple, I would think, of each. Yeah. Um. So why don't you go first? Who's your first winner? Uh, I'll. You want a winner first? Sure. I mean, probably the biggest winner of the offseason. I mean, I, I I hate to, you know, be, you know, super, super obvious, but the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, that the biggest winners of the offseason by an absolute mile, uh, able to get both Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. I mean, Yamamoto's could be a frontline starting pitcher for them as if, as if they need it, you know, to go to, to the front of that rotation with, you know, if they have Otani pitch uh they acquired Tyler Glass now Clayton Kershaw's gone back there hopefully to get a rebound season from Walker Bueller that would be huge for for them um this is really just a Dodgers team that we're sitting here and we're asking ourselves all right how far are they are they going to go they're probably going to win the National League West they're probably going to be a borderline 100 win team it's just a question of can they get over the hump and this is what we've been saying now about the Dodgers for Forever and ever. Another good addition they made over the offseason was Teoscar Hernandez. So that should give them another potential 30 home run hitter right in the core of that lineup. I mean, I'm just doing trying to do the math in my head. They probably have four or five, maybe six guys in that in that lineup that if they're healthy, they can hit 25, 30 home runs, which which is crazy. You're talking a potential outlay of uh, 200 ish home runs. From six guys minimum, like that's to, that to me is is absolutely absurd. Um, that payroll though is is absolutely enormous. It's going to be just about three hundred million dollars for twenty twenty four. They can't get over the hump. There are going to be some major major questions asked uh, of of the Los Angeles Dodgers and where do they uh, where do they go from here? But and if Dave Roberts, I mean, he's got to be oh, if he sure. can't win if he can't win a, a series with this team. I mean, come on, this will rota- be, be the biggest laughing stocks in baseball. Clayton Kershaw is probably going to be a number five starter in this rotation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Clay, Clayton Kershaw. Yep, that's absurd. Absolutely, it's absolutely absurd. It, it is absolutely absurd. But uh, the biggest winners of the offseason, without a doubt, we can get it out of the way. Right off the jump, so that we don't have to beat the dead horse. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, this is the World Series favorites for a reason. 
And there's no re- there's no reason why the Los Angeles Dodgers should not be winning this National League West comfortably and should not be making a very, very deep run in, uh, in, in the playoffs come 2024. They are the clear favorites. They're the clear best team in baseball. And anything short of a World Series win is going to be seen as an abject failure. Yes. Um, I, let's see, another winner of the offseason. It's kind of tough. I would, I'll start, maybe just go every other and go with a loser of the offseason. I don't know if, like, this is classic Mets fan talking, but I don't, I don't know. It's like, just constantly silver medals. This is a silver medal offseason for the Mets. They were like, oh, you, we were in on everybody. Who cares if you were in on everybody? You didn't sign anybody of of consequence, really. And, I mean, you got some great prospects in those trades for sure, and Verlander. That's awesome. But you're still spending a fuck ton of money. Uh, and the team is, you're kind of just like running back most most of the same team with a bunch of just like veteran guys like Joey Wendell. And, um, you know, that's expecting different results, expecting the team to kind of bounce back. Uh, Joey Wendell, Harrison Bader, just, you know, just guys at this point. This is full of question marks. It's one it's one thing for the for the Mets, you know, that they were in for everyone. Like you said, Adam, you know, they were big time, big time full court press for Yamamoto. They didn't land him and they had to settle for almost B, if not C tier free agents. You know, guys that are really, for the most part, reclamation projects, bringing in Sean Manaya, bringing in Harrison Bader, bringing in Luis Severino. Um, you're hoping for for bounce backs from all of them or hey, Lopez, same thing. Um, and then you're hoping that the guys that you have on your roster are going to be able to to carry the load. Not to mention, you had this ever looming thunderstorm that is the future of Pete Alonso. And oh, what yeah. happens? What happens with Pete Alonso? And I can tell you right now that if the New York Mets, and this is coming, this is an outside looking in perspective. I hope the New York Mets and everything with that franchise goes belly up. Fuck them. I hate the New York Mets. I hate their fans. However, with that being said, if the New York Mets... It's different than what you've been saying before where you just don't even think about the Mets. So I guess it's a bit of an improvement. How can you not think about the Mets? They got the, they got a, an annoying moron as their, as their owner. Anyway, um, if the New York Mets do not re-sign Pete Alonso and they allow Pete Alonso... Well, okay. If they trade Pete Alonso and they get a sizable enough haul for Pete Alonso... I think there's a way to, to rationalize that with Mets fans to the point where they could say, maybe, maybe tough ask, extremely tough ask. If you allow Pete Alonso to walk and I'll even put the caveat with this. If you allow Pete Alonso to walk from Queens to the Bronx, get the fuck out of here. Why would, uh, why could it not happen? Why would he? Why would he do that? Why not? Okay, he can walk in free agency. His his agent is Scott Boris. He's okay. gonna probably walk in free agency. But why would he go to the Yankees? The Yankees will need a first baseman. Okay. You want to you want to play for the biggest team in the sport? The Yankees are right there. Hell, that middle of that lineup would be. All you gotta do is pitch him, pitch it to him. All right, you want to come play for us? Here's your middle of the lineup. You'll have a guy in front of you. Who is a reigning American? Who is an ex American League MVP? Who hits when he's healthy fifty home runs a season? And then behind you, you have one of the best pure baseball players of your generation, Juan Soto. Well, that's if Juan Soto. They could have a if if Juan Soto resigns, but the Yankees he doesn't don't go trade to the other side guys. of town too. The Yankees don't trade for guys unless they know that they're going to resign them. I will put my reputation on that. They, okay. did it, they did it with A-Rod. I think they're going to do it with, with, with Soto. And there's something about Soto with the Yankees that just, it's a perfect fit. It's a perfect fit. I don't know if I really see it with, with Alonzo, 
Like, I'm not sitting here saying it's a guarantee that it's going to happen. Like, I think a team that makes a lot of sense that they're going to break the bank for, for a first baseman, the Milwaukee Brewers make a lot of sense. Well, that would be hilarious. David it Stern's be, old employer. It would be very hilarious. And then if you want to really break the bank and, you know, for up and coming team who I'm going to talk about in a minute, uh, the Baltimore Orioles, if they really want to just put an exclamation point on this and land that bona fide star to have to come in and play first base for them and give them huge pop in the middle of a lineup that we're, we'd be talking about in a couple of years time is going to be right up there with, you know, one of the top two or three lineups in, in, in baseball with the way that that's um, projecting. Oof. Maybe San Diego. Maybe, but they're, 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 their payroll is so infl inflated right now. I mean, what's their what's their number coming into the season? I think I saw something along the lines of all right. So coming into the season, they have shed some payrolls about 160 million after coming down from 250. So it's not that bad. They could definitely um, add it on if if they want to, but they're in a weird spot. The 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 Padres, yeah. They, they're they're oh. in a weird 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 spot. But yeah, I mean the Mets. It's it's a Big, um, it's a big season for the Mets. It, it really is, but there really is not a lot of optimism from many Mets fans that I know that this season is going to be anything that is going to be too uh, too kind to them. And then you also want to see Lindor be able to put put it together for for a full season as well, because he's basically the face of the franchise if it's if it's not Pete Alonso and. For the better part of 2023, there were moments where he was really, really good and justified the big contract that they gave him. And then there were moments where he was not. Yeah, it's just, it's tough. I I don't know. And then you got to see what the prospects. I mean, maybe that's just what this year. And like, yeah. I mean, you have uh, also, I don't know. They they did get some great outfield prospects and Jet Williams is in spring training now and Luis Angel Acuna, who you know, it's great having another Acuna in the division. Who's going to be better than his brother? Yeah, I think. All right, you can start dreaming. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting season. I don't know. All right, who is? Do you want to go with another winner or Baltimore loser? Baltimore. Baltimore? Baltimore. Yep. If the Dodgers were the number one winners in the offseason, the Orioles were number two. There was one thing that the Orioles needed to do coming to this offseason. They needed to get a frontline starting pitcher. And there was uh, talks that maybe Baltimore could be in on Shane Bieber. Uh, then the guy they ended up going out and getting arguably is, is better than Shane Bieber in, in Corbin Burns. They needed to get that frontline ace and they, they did it. And he's going to just come in and he is going to be so good. In that in that rotation, hopefully you want to see the continued growth from Kyle Bradish and Grayson Rodriguez, who had great second halves in in, in twenty twenty three. John Means will hopefully be back. Um, who on his day, you know, when the Orioles were really just bottom feeders, John Means was one of the more impactful players that the Orioles had. He threw a no hitter. Yeah, them. and 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 now John Means is coming back to the Orioles. You know, we're talking about them potentially being the uh, the class of the of the American League which is crazy. Here we are in, in, in 2024 that, you know, we're having this conversation, but uh, one of the bigger things I think we have to look out for with the Orioles is how they go about replacing Felix Bautista, who uh, had Tommy John surgery and is probably going to be out for the foreseeable future. If not the entire season, they did sign Craig Kimbrell, but Craig Kimbrell at this point isn't quite Felix Bautista, but, that's kind of being a little nitpicky. They did what they had to do. Maybe they can get by with adding one more starting pitcher um, on the back end. But other than that, the Orioles have had a great, great, great offseason. And they're going to continue to ride their young guns. And they are, once again, I think they got to be they got to be favorites to 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 win the American League East based on what they've done. Yeah, it's kind of tough. I mean, I guess another loser for the offseason. I guess we're just going to do this. You talk about the winners. I'll talk about the losers. Oh, I have, some losers. Not... I have some losers too. Okay. How can you not have the Angels as the big loser of the offseason? I mean, they lost their best player in franchise history. Well, 
one of their best players in franchise history. I mean, Mike Trout, it's like, I don't know. Do you do longevity with Mike Trout versus, you know, unicorn factor with Shohei Otani? But they lost Shohei Otani, their best player, current best player in free agency to their crosstown rival for a gigantic mega contract. And, you know, Mike Trout is still going to be there wasting away. And they signed who? Barely anybody. Like, notable. Nobody of, nobody note. of note. Aaron Hicks, Zach Plesak, Reclamation Project. Um, you know, Adam Simber, Randall Gritchick. Oh, no, he left. Sorry. Robert, Robert, uh, Steve, Robert Stevenson, they signed. Matt Moore. They, they brought back Matt Moore. Yeah, who was really good for them last year. Uh, you know, it just, <laughs> it's not going to be good for them. I mean, the angels and, you know, there are all these threats of Artie Moreno selling the team and then he's not selling the team. It's just what a, what a disaster of well, an off season well, for the angels. I'm not saying this is going to be a very similar situation, but all of the doom and gloom that's around the, the angels. I feel like, you know, we had, we had the 2001 Mariners that, lost Alex Rodriguez, Randy Johnson, and Ken Griffey Jr. And after they after they did that, after all that happened, when the Doom and Gloom was around was around the Mariners, what did they do? They won 116 games. But I'm not saying that's gonna that's gonna happen. It's not the Angels are one of the worst teams in baseball. But what they're what they're trying to do, and I and I absolutely understand it, is they're they're trying to build out that bullpen. And they're trying to make themselves as appealing as humanly possible for deadline sales. And if that bullpen could be as good as we're looking at it and saying, all right, they got the pieces there for it to be really good. This could be a really popular uh, deadline team that a lot of contenders will be going towards and saying, oh, hey, can we have uh, some of the bullpen arms that you have? And maybe Zach Plezak, uh bounces back. And we all know what the market is for starting pitchers come come deadline time. I don't really, I don't really hate what the angels did. I mean, obviously losing Otani stinks. Um, it's, it's, it's a crusher for that franchise, but at the end of the day too, you have that very valuable trade chip that is Mike Trout. And I, I mean, I'd be looking to trade him right, right now. Yeah. I mean, right he's now, 32. I'm, sho- he's I'm shocked. Younger. I'm shocked that they haven't done it. I really, really am. Cause you can get, you can, maybe the contract is is a bit unappealing to some, but guess what? Giancarlo Stanton's contract was was absolutely grotesque, and they and the and the Marlins managed to get rid of it. If you get rid of that contract off off the payroll, I mean, you got the payroll right now for the Angels at one hundred and seventy three million estimate going into twenty twenty four twenty twenty three was two hundred and twelve. You're able to get that Trout contract off of, off the payroll, and you're able to reinvest that money elsewhere. That helps your team in in, in the long term. And well, let's face it, the Angels are not going anywhere in 2024, and probably. I mean, you beyond. got you got two guys who basically take up half of your payroll. Yep. And that's Trout and Anthony Rendon. Yep. And Anthony Rendon is a whole other thing. Yeah, Rendon's not going anywhere. Rendon is worth a bag of baseballs. Yes. And so that would be as much as anything to signify to the fan base that you're rebuilding. Is can you imagine the prospect hall? It would never be enough for Mike Trout, yeah. but like, because like you know, what Wayne Gretzky got traded, and it was for like, well, I mean, it was I don't know. It's like anybody could be traded because Wayne Gretzky could be tra- was traded, but with Mike Trout, who knows what the prospect hall is going to be? You gotta. That's a way to rebuild your farm system, is to get a ton of you know, blue chip top level prospects for Mike Trout that will help you when your window comes back around in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they, they haven't done that. They haven't done I mean, that. It's going to be painful for angels fans, but yep. Yeah. That's what you got to do. It's going to be very painful. It's going to be very, very, very painful for sure. Yeah. It feels like forever ago that they won the world series, but it was only 21 years or 23 yeah. years ago. Yeah. 22 years ago. Uh, okay. Next up. So who are your losers of free agency? Uh, well, I think the biggest loser for me has to be, you know, the Miami Marlins. 
you know, they they had a surprise playoff appearance last year, 84 wins. They were looking good. The feel-good factor was kind of back with the Marlins. And what the offseason see? Little to no spending. And their front office be completely revamped. And the two biggest holes that they had on that team, they needed to get, they find themselves a shortstop. They needed to find themselves a catcher. They didn't do either one of those things. That yeah, they brought in Christian Betancourt. Okay, fine. But is he a guy that's going to completely transform, you know, what you're looking for at the catcher position if you're the Miami Marlins? No, it's not. It is absolutely not. And they've completely fumbled this big time. Um, and it, it sucks. It, it sucks because Miami, the the Marlins, we, we I want the Marlins to be good. I really do. And they had a real opportunity here to continue to build it on the feel good factor from 2023 and it just it just hasn't really happened all that much um so it, it, you know it sucks but the yeah. marlins for me that a terrible terrible offseason and it just feels like it they they haven't necessarily taken a step back but they haven't taken the step forward that i think they could have taken in 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 this offseason yeah i mean tim anderson might be something for them he, he definitely could. He definitely could, but the guy has had issues staying on the field for the last couple of seasons. So uh, Tim Anderson, for on the high end, absolutely, he could be something for them. But he offers little to no floor, which is which is definitely alarming. Yes. And like this whole middle infield thing started because they traded for Luis Arise. And then they're like, you know what? Instead of maybe switching him to short or, you know, doing something like – because like Jazz Chisholm was at second base, they're like, we're gonna move Jazz Chisholm to center field. I'm like, I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you moving this middle infielder to center field? It doesn't make any sense. No. And the Marlins have just been, I don't know. I would have. I feel like Kimming got a raw deal. Oh, she absolutely did. One thousand percent. When she left that or the organization, and. I'm surprised that she hasn't. Has she been hired by anybody since? Or nope. nope. That's that's a shame because the Marlins are just like I don't know. I feel like she made some good trades, but the Marlin and stuff like that. But like the Marlins are just like a rudderless ship at this point, just mm-hmm. full of like yeah. And you yeah, know, Sandy, Alcant- Sandy Alcantara is still injured. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, last year he was also just had a crazy fall off from his you know Cy Young season yeah. of two years ago, big time. So it's and you know the ghost of Sixto Sanchez is also there. So yeah, that, and that's that's yeah. the craziest thing is that they were able to rattle off that 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 season that they had last year without arguably the best player. Yeah, in 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 Sandy Alcantara. I remember doing a show last year where we both said that Alcantara was going to potentially challenge for his Cy Young again. Yep. And it just, it, it, it did not happen. It did not happen. No, it did not happen. Um, Let's see if Spotrack has some stuff as far as prospects. They have, they have Max Meyer. He's in baseball. He's in Major League Baseball right now. He's the their third best pitching prospect. Their other two pitching prospects are in are in single A. Does it say where they um, are on the if they're top one hundred prospects? Uh oh. So Noble Meyer is their top pro, their top prospect. He's in single A. He is number fifty five in the okay. top one hundred. All right. And then that's it. Those are the so only. They have that's one it. top one hundred prospect. Yeah. Oof. Oof. So that's not good. No. That's not good. Oh god. All right. Do you have uh do you have another winner or or loser? I do not. All right, I can talk about the Yankees now. Um Okay. All right, the New York Yankees. So I don't hate the Yankees offseason, because there's some people that will say, okay, you didn't nest, you didn't necessarily 
improve tenfold, but you did improve in some areas. The biggest need that the Yankees needed to do was to get more contact in that lineup. 1,000%. And they went and they did that by bringing in one of the best contact hitters of all time in, in, in Juan Soto. So well, one that, of the best on-base percentage. Absolutely. Know, great at drawing walks. Yep. Even though one that the, lean is so stupid. I hate One of the so lowest much. strikeout rates in baseball year in, year out. That is a guy the Yankees needed, needed to get, and they did. They went and they did it. And and fair play. Because, you know, the Yankees are taking some stick from not for not necessarily going above and beyond to make that big move, and they made it. So good for them in, 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 in that regard. Trent Grisham, nice throw in as well. Versatile can play all over the outfield and is going to be very valuable, I think, as a as a third, if not fourth, outfielder for for the Yankees. Well, he'll be the fourth outfielder because you you, you got a Verdugo, Soto, Judge. So yeah, he'll be the he'll be the fourth outfielder unless one of them uh, goes down. Then Grisham will be, will be playing every day. You have still have Giancarlo Stanton there. Uh, again, I just kind of think the Yankees are still. They're still a frontline pitcher away from it being really serious. And and the, the word, the rumor is, you know, they're still talking to Blake Snell. I think the Yankees do bring in Blake Snell. That would really, really help them. And we could then start talking about the Yankees as being serious in, in the American League. But for right now, we're talking about the bottom of that rotation still with a ton of question marks. We know we're not really sure about Carlos Rodon, you know, what he's going to bring to the table, even though to start spring training, he's looked pretty good. Fastball's been topping out at around 96, averaging about 93, 94, which isn't too terrible uh, to start spring. You would hope by the end of spring that he's averaging 95, 96 in that fastball. Uh, Marcus Stroman coming in. And this is the thing, too, with with, with the Yankees. That's a, you know, completely deviate from from, you know, the whole Yankees discussion, but for me as a fan, when I looked at the Yankees for the better part of the last 12 months, there was no personality on this team. It was just bland. It was boring. There were no guys that I could really get behind to be like, yeah, that's a real shit star. Like there was no guy that was really going to just be like, yeah, that's my rat, you know, like real ratty guy. We got like three a, of them. So you're, we got, yes. We got three of them. We got three ball busters now. Soto, who's a lightning rod. Verdugo, who is a lightning rod and has had issues in the past. Marcus Stroman, a lightning rod. That's the kind of guys that I want for the Yankees. And the Yankees for the longest time just haven't had those kind of guys. They're just, you know, the white collar franchise. It's just like, Yep, get your suit on, walk in, mind your own business, shut your mouth, play your baseball, get your paycheck, go home. No, translation no, no, boring. No. They've been boring. Boring. Yes, absolutely. They have been boring. And now we got the shit stars. We got the rats. And that's what I want out of the Yankees. Some real ratty, ratty guys that can get under get under team skins get under fan other fans skins and we got that now we you know, got the Yankees play baseball right not hockey oh absolutely absolutely i'm well aware but guess what <laughs> i stand but i stand by it and you'll agree with this when you have a new york team that is doing well and is contending for a championship there's no other place you want to contend for a championship in new york oh yeah well that's why i love pete alonso so much is because he lives he he loves it he's passionate about about the team and everything. And I stand by it. There's no there's no bigger home atmosphere in sports. In sports than a Yankee State than Yankee Stadium in October. When that place is bumping. Ooh, that place is bumping. And there's just something about this team that if they can make the necessary additions that they have to make, I think the bullpen is still a little thin, but with Scott F. Ross coming back, hopefully that alleviates some of that. There's still some question marks about Clay Holmes. We'll see, you know, losses of, of Michael King and Wandy Peralta. That sucks because there were two very reliable bullpen arms from 2023 and beyond. If we could get that bullpen right and it could be as reliable as it was, 
were in a real, real good spot, but there still needs to be one more starting pitcher, I think, added. I think that guy is going to be Blake Snell. And if you could tell me that the rotation then becomes a combo of Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, Nestor Cortez, Blake Snell, and Marcus Stroman, we got something there. We definitely got something. But if you start throwing in Clark Schmidt into that conversation, I'm not so sure. But a, a very good offseason for the Yankees. I'm not going to say sit here and say that it's bad. There are just still some pieces that need to be done. It feels a little incomplete. But if you're telling me this is the team that's going to kind of roll into opening day, I, I wouldn't hate it. I would not be disappointed one bit. All right. Well, we'll talk more about this in in a month when we do our baseball preview. Yep. Yes, we will. So very exciting for that. So let's play 20 questions. Mm -hmm. So I went first last time. So why don't you go first this time? Okay. Do you have an athlete for me? I do. You do. All right. Let me get a, uh, let me get a a notes page, a notes page up um, as well. And I got to think, I got to think of an athlete uh, for you while I'm, while I'm at it. Um, Okay. All right. I just got to get your uh your athlete. You got to get your athlete up while <laughs> while I'm at it. Uh let's go with there's two guys I'm, I'm thinking about in my head. Uh we're going to go with we're going to go with him. Uh okay. So I got I have your guy up. Make sure I have that off to the side for when I need it. Uh, okay, let me get a notes page up. So that way I can come down my questions. Uh, okay. All right. So um, does my player... Does he play a North American sport? He does. Okay. North America. Okay. Uh, does he play a sport? Uh, does he play a sport that is indoors? Sometimes it's indoors. Sometimes it's outdoors. Okay. In and out. Okay. Does my player play football? He does play football. American football. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I figured that because I asked North American. Okay. Just yeah. Okay. Football. So he plays, he plays in football. the NFL. Okay. Um, does he play in the NFC? He does. Okay. NFC. Is he an offensive player? He is an offensive player. Okay. Um, does he play in the does he play in the NFC North or NFC? Does he play in the NFC North or the NFC East? It's only yes or no questions. I know. Does oh. he play in either one of those two divisions? Okay, he plays in one of them. Okay, perfect. NFC North and East. Perfect. Okay. Uh, does he play... In the NFC East. Yes. Okay. So I could just put down uh, the NFC East. Perfect. Does he play for Dallas Cowboys? He does. Okay. So he's an offensive player for the Cowboys. Um, do I start? Do I start guessing? Is he a skill player? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is it Dakota Rain Prescott? It is. Damn it. All right. So it's Dak. All right. Dak. That was that was some precision. What did I get in last time? Twelve? I got it in ten this time? Yeah. That was pretty Sick. that was nice. That's calculated. That's that's <laughs> calculated ish. Uh, okay. All right. I have I have I have your guy. Okay. Does this player play with a ball? The sport. Does he use a ball? 
Yes. Does he play in North America? Yes, he does. Does he play in the summer? Main season? Main season. No. Does he play in the fall? Yes. Main main season. Okay. Yes. All right. Does he play for a team that I cheer for? No. Ooh. Plays in the fall, main season, not the team that I cheer for. Nope. Interesting. And it's a ball. Sport. Okay. Does this player play on either grass or turf? Yes. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Does this player... Okay. Does this player... Um, does this player play baseball? No. Okay. You have to be played in the summer. Oh, no, that's right. Does he play? Sorry. Let me, I'll take that back. Does he play football? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll give you a redo. I'll give you a redo. <laughs> Thank on you. Question. It's your one and only redo. Okay. Don't worry. He plays. Wait. All right. Does he play for a team in the American football conference? No. Does he play in the National Football Conference? Well, if he doesn't play in the, Ameri- the American Football Conference, I hope he would play in the National Football Conference. Yes. It could be college football. Okay, fair. I didn't think about that, but <laughs> yes, he plays in the NFC. Covering all the bases. Okay. Does he play east of the Mississippi? Okay, let me make this easier. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> No, because I know my geography. I just got. I just got to make make sure. Hold on. I think I know the answer, but I just I just want to one hundred percent confirm. Well, the fact that you have to think about it actually make it actually kind of helps. Yes. 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 You're on okay. question 10. Halfway question there. 10. Um does just to confirm, team... you said east of the east of the Mississippi, correct? Yes. East okay. of the Mississippi. Yep. Yep. Yes. Does he wear? Hmm. Does he wear blue? It, does his uniform have blue in it? No. Oh, man. Main uniforms. Main uniforms do not. Main uniforms do not have blue. Nope. Nope. Oh, fuck. And you can't interpret it as saying, oh, well, maybe it is. No. No, absolutely not. Okay. They're main jerseys, and the colors that you would think that are associated with this player's team, there is no blue. Okay. Does this player play in a skill position on offense? Yes. Okay. Eight questions left. Do they play in the NFC North? Yes. Okay. Do they play for the Minnesota Vikings? No. Okay. Do they... Play for skill. Did I say skill position, NFC North. Mm-hmm. Does this player play quarterback? Yes. Oh. Um, does this player play for the Bears? No. Chicago Bears. Nope. Okay. Is this player a starter on his team? Yes. Jordan Love. It is Jordan Love. 
There you go. Same amount as last time. 18. Yeah. 18, but you got it. Yes, Jordan Love. And the reason why I did Jordan Love, because you might be thinking, huh, I would have thought that maybe there'd be a connection there. There There is is a connection there. He went to Utah State. Jordan Love went to Utah State. Yep, he's an Aggie. Up in Lo- you played up in Logan, Utah. Yep. Yep. And the other the other athlete that I was considering for you, just in case you were wondering, Anzi Kopitar. Oh fuck. I would not have gotten that. Anzi Kopitar. <laughs> that was the other one that I was thinking about. That's a great one. I gave you Dak. Da- well, I guess it's the opposite because you don't last- have to give me Dak. I, I was not I did not force you to give me Dak. No. And I gave you Jordan Love. Yeah. Well, last time you did Jonathan St- Johnny Stones. So. Johnny Johnny Stones. He gets the Reds excited, and he fucking hates United. Uh, no, he does not get the Reds excited. He gets the oh, Blues excited. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the Reds because I want the Reds to win this weekend. Up United. Oh, gross. Up United. Fuck them. Come on, city! Great, great, well, great institution. <laughs> well, this do has us, been do fun. A, do us a fucking favor for once. Oh God, fuck them! Well, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basic Talk Podcast. You can find all episodes wherever you get your podcasts. For my co-host at Birdsell, I'm Adam Caster. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, bye. bye.